Welcome to episode two of the Flatpak Company Audio Show. In this episode, Angus and I will delve into digital marketing and how we've used this to our advantage. We hope you enjoy. We're down here in, uh, in sunny Dunedin, believe it or not, got a bit of sun today. We're parked up again in Angus's room. If you haven't checked out um, the setup, go over to head over to our Instagram page and, and see what we're talking about. Um, it's a good little setup. We're at Angus's desk and got a mic and yeah, into it. Yes, so this time we're talking about digital marketing. Uh, I think to really kick it off, we should go into the history of marketing itself. Um, and I think the best way to think about it is from a bird's eye view, uh, in terms of, in terms of stages, so you can imagine the very first, well, one of the very first forms of marketing in you know the current uh, sort of in the last hundred years was your newspaper, your flyers, posters, billboards, hard copy, uh, and then that transitioned into radio, uh, and then that which was in about the nineteen thirties, um, then that started dying out, and it moved into obviously TV uh, in the sixties, which has still has a large presence today. Um, and we're on the cusp at the moment of a transition from the TV age into what we call digital marketing. Um, and what comes with each one of those progressions between the stages is this friction between between the stages. You know, people thought uh, when it was the TV and stuff like that, that that was their... Sorry, when it was the radio, stick to the radio, you know, the TV's never going to take over. I, I think, yeah, people think, you know, yeah, when radio was around, it was, it was radio, 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 this is never going to end. And, and then TV came along and... And now TV, TV was a huge thing. It still is a massive thing, but the new uh, the new form of marketing is definitely digital. And to give you a breakdown of, of what digital marketing actually is, it's basically marketing on platforms on, on social platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, TikTok is a is a new one that's blowing up. Um, Google search stuff stuff like that, uh, all all online. And and really the beauty of it is scalability of of advertising um, and the sheer amount of people that are sitting on their phones every single day um, scrolling through content and and attention is just massive this is this is where our age group is this is where most of our parents age group are you know they all have Facebook profiles now and it's just this huge online audience yeah I think that this podcast is really going to shine a light on why digital marketing is so important to get your head around, um, whether you're running a business, starting a business, or just looking for something to do or, or study um, in your meantime. Um, it's how Facebook makes makes their revenue. Um, obviously, this started all the way back in 2007 uh, when they launched the ads, but since then has grown and developed into, um, as Cam said, probably the, or the most scalable way to market your market your business. And I think that that comes because it's so cheap, um, such a cheap way to do it at such scale. It's Yeah, it's it's really under, undervalued attention right now um, because these big, large corporates are yet to come into the market. You know, they're still sitting on their TV advertising, um, you know, marketing stuff right before the news where there's a huge, there is a huge audience still there, but um, even a, a much larger audience moving into Facebook, Instagram, um, all, all these social platforms. So there's really two sides to digital marketing, isn't there? There's the front end, which is what the customer sees. So these are your ads that you're seeing on when you're scrolling on your feed, um, whether that whether that be YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, um, or the likes. And then there's the back end of what's going on, which is the logistics and the algorithms um, and the settings that you are setting and the parameters that, parameters that you're setting 
um, so that your target audience sees your ads and no, and effectively no one else is the goal. Yeah, yeah. Let's um let's just delve in quickly to the front end initially because you guys are sitting there. You guys would have you guys would have all all seen what a f- the front end of an ad looks like. You know, it's, it's when you're scrolling through your content and and you see a sponsored post. Um, it, there's really two parts to that ad. There's the ad copy, which is the text above the ad. Um, and then there's the piece of content itself, you know, the, the photo or the video. And for for us, how we've how we've gone about it is we brought on a photographer, um, Gordon Duff, up in Christchurch. We've mentioned him uh, in last last episode in the last episode. Um, but he's yeah he's really helped us and and shined a light on our content creation, um, and and made some awesome awesome f- footage. We've got some awesome footage. Um, and, and it's really helped us and much a lot of our budget within digital marketing is spent on the actual content creation and, and that it's really important because that's the initial you know when you're scrolling through your feed and, and you stop you, ne- you need to stop on you, you need to have a reason to stop and that is the initial reason yeah I think that comes from us understanding our audience really well and understanding who our target audience is so we're able to create content that um, students are going to, going to want to see and that's fun and that's excited and that it's orientated around our students. So at the very start, we started running ads with just photos and um, from reading a lot and from watching a lot, we, we could see that people were saying that videos were a lot more powerful than, than photos. Um, but from a personal point of view, we can see the analytics do back that up. Um, our analytics show how many click-throughs to our website, how many click-throughs to our products um, from the ad. So I, I guess there's real two parts to it, um, which is really important. So there's the, you're stuck stopping the customer on your feed, and then you've got your website over there that, that no one really can see, that no one knows about, that no one can see. Yeah. It's all about getting them from to leave their feed onto your website um, or to, to your um, own Instagram page or to your Facebook page to understand what you're about. Take depending, a next step beyond the ad. Yeah, depending where that um, link leads you to. Exactly. Uh, for, for example, our, our video content um, sits at about 14 cents, 15 cents a click. So it costs us 15 cents for a customer to click through on that ad through to our website. And compare that to a still image, which we traditionally, or which we did from the start, we, we, we ran still images. Um, that sits around 35 or 40 cents per click through mm. so that difference is huge you know where where that's nearly three times the ad budget yeah on a still image than than on the on the video and so obviously videos for us anyway have been a lot more effective and will be for will be for anyone yeah yeah um it does i guess it does cost a little more you know you if you if you want some high quality footage um how to go about that and and you got to pay someone to to go about that but but it's definitely worth it in the long run. Yeah, um, it's all about going the extra mile, I think, as well. So going going the extra mile and finding someone to help you do your video or help you do your, photograph, uh, do, do your photography um, than just, you know, whacking up any old photo with a bunch of text. Reading and learning about which ad copy works and which doesn't um, is worth the time as well. So when you run an ad, you can talk about this, Cam, but you run an ad and you can see the analytics behind which ads are working um, and you can run like a test sort of matrix. Yeah. So how, how we do it is we usually start with nine ads. So we have a three by three matrix, uh, three pieces of ad content and three pieces of ad copy. And obviously that creates nine, nine different ads. And we run those for say three or four days and find out which, which ads are 
are working against the, the target audience and we cut those nine ads down to two or three ads and then again after about another week we come back and, and look at the analytics and maybe only end up running one or two of the ads so initially there's a, a testing phase uh, testing phase and that yeah knuckles down into one or two pieces of content that's then pushed out you know for months on end yeah i think that um it doesn't have to be a hollywood block blockbuster as well the the video or the footage or something like that you know uh, at, in the early stages if you are running a tight budget it can be you know you uh, creating a 10 second video with your iPhone um, on, on iMovie for sure at the start um, and then building on that uh, if you're at the next stage uh, where we are now or where we were um, six months ago it's time to get someone on board that's do, that can do your photography do your editing and everything like that to help you out yeah for us we started with um, just a mate's camera, didn't we? We yeah. took. We actually started by taking a bed, a bed to a beach, yeah, <laughs> with true. a camera, and and photographed it and ran ads against that. Um, so it, you know, it didn't cost us anything. So I think now we're ready to jump into sort of the behind the scenes of of what actually goes on behind behind each of those ads. Yeah. So behind each one of those ads, there's a lot that goes on. Um, there's the demographics, the psychographics. Um, you know, these are the not so visible characteristics of someone. Um, what happens is Facebook uh, is a good example, but happens across the, across the platforms is they hold data points on each individual person. Um, and then what you can do is you can specify which data points, so which uh, what interests your target market target market has, uh, what behaviors they have, um, and build an audience uh, around around that effectively. And then you get take your ad that you've just created, which we we're just talking about. And then you run that ad at your target audience, and that's how you run the, I guess, the three by three matrix or however you want to structure structure it. Yeah, for for us, we our ads are run to uh, between so for eighteen to twenty year olds, um, we have about a ten mile radius in each region uh, in each city that we target, um, and we target those that go to university. Um, Another another thing we do target is those that have graduated high school yep. because sometimes Facebook's data that we enter as, as customers of Facebook um, isn't always up to date. So people might not have put that they go to you know the University of Canterbury, uh, but they have graduated high school. Yeah. So to back that up, uh, so to, to back up that they haven't updated their, um, their information, we use the location to get them there. Yeah. And then if they, uh, I guess that's a good way to do it. And then to filter... Uh, people within that location that we don't want we use the age and then we can use interests and behaviors um, and these are all psychographic elements it's, that we yeah. can throw into the mix it's to really make cool. sure yeah, to, yeah it is to make sure that people that are seeing our ads are the people that we want to be seeing our yeah ads. and you can get really really into it and delve yeah. right yeah. right into it yeah. Deep. Yeah. Um, i guess just just finally touching up on that is the retargeting tool yeah so when a customer you know is scrolling through facebook click they click on your ad um, they take it takes them through to the website. Facebook can then track that data, and you can run ads just against people who have been on your website in the last forty eight hours, or you know, whatever you want. Yeah, really. what, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and and that's that's why if you if you notice, you know, you go onto um, onto a website, and then two or three days later, you're getting ads for that for that website and you don't know why and that's why people say it feels like they're listening to me you know yeah and they kind of are yeah yeah in a way um the other thing just to 
get an idea of how incredible this is is you can uh, have put out a say 30 second video or uh, you know whatever length video and you can only re you can retarget all the people that watch past you know the first 15 seconds so you can for example that's a good metric because you can see these are the people that are obviously interested in the video these are the people that are interested in my brand um, maybe your products let's retarget just those people and only those people will will be seeing your ads for the next uh, however long you want. Yeah, that's un unbelievably powerful. Yeah. Um, I, I guess over the past two years, we've self upskilled ourselves. Yeah. Um, we've you know we've done a few free courses, but I well, personally I haven't paid for anything. No, neither have I. And I think you might be sitting there and going, well, you know, they're still very good. I can listen to you guys, but how can I, how can I learn about this, and how can I take it this the extra step? For sure, for sure. Um. So there's there's honestly plenty of free advice on the internet. It's unbelievably it's unbelievable where you will find um, where you'll find stuff. Um, for example, how how we really began learning about this was watching YouTube, YouTube videos. videos yeah. um, we spent hours and hours learning about retargeting. Um, how you know if you jump on YouTube and search up um, Facebook ad platform uh, introduction. Yeah. It will you know you'll watch a twenty minute video and you'll completely understand how how the platform works, how that back end works and what you can do with it. And if you just keep watching video after video, you will begin to learn and understand um, how yeah, how it works. And, and then you can go that next step, um, you know, if, whether you're um, looking to start a business or you've got a business up and running, um, you can go that next step and, and begin running ads yeah. and, and testing testing your audience. Do you want to talk, tell them about um, RO Digital up in Wellington as well? Yeah, yeah. So another course, uh, another free course I did was um, through lockdown. There's a, um, a digital marketing agency up in Wellington called RO Digital, and they were offering a three-day free course. Um, just found it. I think I found it on LinkedIn or, or something weird like that. I jumped on it though and, and spent three days learning about um, you know Facebook, Instagram. Um, Google search, sort of SEOs, which is search engine optimization, um, all all this stuff about digital marketing, and it, and it was really interesting, um, and, and completely free. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I'm sure there, there's plenty of courses out there like that. And another one um, I know is um, done by the Shore Academy. Um, they have a four week free trial. Um, jump on that and and start learning. Yeah, some of the ones that I've looked at, and we've both done some of these as well. Um, there's books out there, f sell like crazy for for one. Yeah, um, that's by yeah Sabri Subi. Yeah, Australian digital marketer. Have a look at that. Um, so yeah, jump on and just Google sell like crazy. You'll come up. Um, I know a lot of people our age like watching YouTube and learning that way. So Gary V, um, give that a search. Um, literally open up if you're sitting at your desktop right now, you should open up a tab, go on YouTube and type in Gary V. Uh, v E E. Um, the other one, obviously, you might have seen them on your on your newsfeed um, masterclass. Um, they are running digital marketing at you to get you on board. Um, ironically, for some of the from the some of their digital marketing courses, um, they have marketing courses and, and the likes as well. Um, have a look at Founder as well. That's Founder with one R. Um, <laughs> King Kong, another one. There's heaps, yeah, heaps yeah. of stuff. Out I there. think it's good with we, you know, yeah. we give some good examples that people, you know. Yeah, and another, yeah, another really interesting one. At. Another really interesting one is if you jump on Facebook and jump on um, any Facebook business page, you can scroll down to um, a, a tab called uh, Page Transparency, and you can open up. And see exactly what ads they're running through their ad library. It's called through their ad library. Yeah, 
which is like really interesting. Yeah. So we can go through and, and see what ads our competitors are running. That's right. Uh, and yeah, so, so open up maybe King Kong would be a good one. Just yeah. to really get a good yeah. scope about it. Yeah. Yeah. So jump on King Kong on Facebook, scroll down to yeah, page transparency, ad library, and you'll see the amount of ads that these guys are running. And they were the fastest growing digital marketing, digital marketing agency. agency. I think they're the 20, in Aussie. Yeah. Like the 20th fastest growing company in Aussie. They, yeah. Yeah. Huge. They've gone from, from zero to 100 real quick. And if you jump on Gary Vee, you'll see that oh, <laughs> their founder was on, on there yeah, um, as yeah, well. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, so yeah, so again, yeah, plenty of free trials out there um, and then plenty of, plenty of paid stuff as well if you want to take it the extra step. For sure. And I guess if you're sitting here, you know, um, you might be coming to the end of your uni degree, um, you might be at school listening to this, um, about to leave school and not sure what to do. Especially after COVID, you know, it's it's pretty weird. The job market is really strange at the moment, and it's probably pretty hard to find a job. Um, this sort of industry, this digital marketing industry, is massive, and it's only going to get bigger. Yeah. And there's guys out there, um, you know, small digital marketing digital marketing agencies who just can't keep up with demand. And there's yeah, there's a huge job market for it. And if you can self upskill yourself and then head into an interview with some knowledge yeah. i'm sure you'll be picked up yeah uh, this goes beyond beyond that as well this goes if you're graduating and you're going into a corporate job um this goes if you're going into um you know sort of boutique sort of firm wherever if you're doing you know law commerce um finance science Anything. whatever really um to be able to bring this up in conversation and have some knowledge of it um, you know, it's going to benefit yourself, but it's going to benefit the firm that you're working for, your clients, um, the, your clients, com- your sorry, your p- competitors, getting a competitive edge over people. Um, it's yeah. great to be able to relate to and understand, especially being young and um, I guess innovative. And we, you know, we as a as a demographic are the ones of, uh, like on on the platforms, and we understand how how they really work. Yeah. Uh, compared to you know if, if there's a 50 or 60 year old sitting there as the employer they it's it's you're an asset if you understand this stuff yeah exactly i guess that sort of wraps it all up really doesn't it for sure yeah if you have any questions about what we've talked about if you want us to dive into anything more we're happy to re- reply to questions um via our dms on instagram about what we've talked about um but yeah go and have a look at those things that we've mentioned um and you'll understand that there is this whole other world out there that's just growing and growing and growing and we're at the very I guess early stages at it, especially in New Zealand, um, and there's com- what comes with that is immense opportunities. So for sure, get yep. out there and, and grab the opportunities and yep. jump on anything. That's it. All right, that's episode two. Let's wrap it up. Cool. Thanks for tuning in. Later, guys.